Hey, John from FatSexBlog.com. Today, I want to talk about distinguishing regurgitating information or maintaining a consistent message to your audience on your niche site versus duplicate content. In my view, regurgitating information, being consistent with a message and presenting it in many different ways is good. And it's unavoidable in many instances, but overall, I think it's very, very good. However, duplicate content is not good. So let's talk about the differences. And and I think the bigger takeaway here today is that regurgitating info is not only okay to do, I think it's good to do. And I'm going to run through a bunch of examples. Okay. So let's first take fat sex for an example. When you boil it down, I don't really have a whole lot to say on fat stocks. I talk about what I do with new sites and how I build them up. Uh, my, my approach, my formula, whatever it is, A, it's not unique. I'm not the only person doing this. Um, one of the few, I suppose, that I talk about it publicly on a site like FastX. But essentially, I publish a lot of content targeting low competition keywords and ranking it without a big emphasis on building inbound links or any of that. And monetizing with display ads and publishing on all types of content. That's it. It's a, it's a content publishing business. That's what I do. I don't have a big focus on email marketing. It's not a big focus on affiliate, although there's a little bit of that involved, but the focus is really just a lot of content targeting low competition keywords and over, over time ranking and growing my traffic slowly and building up a big, strong foundation of traffic and earning money from the ads. That's it. That's my message. Okay. And, but I present it in a lot of different ways. I do it through email. I do it through these podcasts. I do it through blog posts, but the message is consistent over and over and over. I obviously will enter into like shoulder areas of, of the topic and I might dive down really deep within the, sort of the minutia of what I'm doing, but generally the message is the same, but there is no duplicate content on fat sucks blog in the sense that I don't have basically copy and paste the same article uh, or big chunks of the same articles across multiple blog posts. And I don't do that on fat sacks and I don't do that on my niche sites. Although there is a lot of crossover, there will be a lot of blog posts where I basically distill that formula for my niche sites down in a blog post. I might use slightly different wording because I'm writing it fresh each time. The message is still the same over and over and over, but it's not duplicate content. It's just presenting the message in a slightly different way and framing it within whatever the topic of the blog post is. And, and that's a good thing to do. Okay. So FatSex is a pretty easy example. I mean, if you, if you've listened to me for a few podcasts or you've read some blog posts or emails, you've noticed that over time, no doubt you have, because I'm not talking about eight different online business models. I don't do eight online different models. I, I essentially do one thing and I do it over and over and over. And that's what I talk about. But let's jump into a, a site that's not like FatSex, which is which is a, a different type of, type of site. It's really a B2B site. It's a business audience. Let's talk about, you know, what my other niche sites are. Okay, so I have a smartwatch site. Well, actually, I've merged it recently with a with my fashion site. I'm finding, and this is this is a topic I'm sort of brewing about, writing about shortly, and perhaps podcasting about. But it, I'm finding it a lot easier to manage and grow fewer than more sites. And I'll, I'll get into that. That's the, I don't want to dive into a, into a whole tangent here. But anyways, smartwatch site merged with my fashion. So, but let's look at the smartwatch stuff. Okay, I like smartwatches. 
Uh, I have a whole bunch of them. I, I like wearing them. I like the tech. I've always liked watches, especially tech watches. Even as a kid, you know, the old video game watches and the calculator watches. I love that stuff. So it's a good fit for me because I like I like the topic. I like the products. So the thing is, this is this is a standard Amazon affiliate type site. Okay, it's it's not earth shattering. There's tons of them out there. Lots of people do it. What do I mean by that? Well, basically, I'm I'm promoting a particular product line. And so, you know, there are sites dedicated to vacuums. There are sites dedicated to pick your kitchen appliance, pick your whatever is a fairly large product line on Amazon, microwaves, whatever. Okay. So that's just for smartwatches. So what we have is we have maybe 10 brands in the space. And then each brand has not a whole lot of different models at this point, just because the smartwatch industry is still fairly young, right? But there's a there's a few out there with six or seven different watches, maybe a few more. So there's not a ton of products in the space, but it's growing. Okay. So what we're going to end up with, if I do the usual Amazon affiliate uh, process is I'm going to end up with each, each will have its own review, right? And then each will have, there'll be other types of articles, like talk about the different brands and all that, but then each will have what I call versus articles or comparisons. Now you can do, you know, smartwatch A versus smartwatch B. Now that stays pretty simple when you have five products in the entire product line, right? You do product A versus B versus C, but you know, you get the point. But once you start getting 20, 30, 40 products within a product line, you can see that it exponentially grows in how many versus articles you're going to do. And I've written enough of these to know that as you're doing more and more of these within the same product line, I mean, avoiding essentially saying the same thing over and over and over is impossible, right? When you're, when you're comparing smartwatch A with B, C, D, and E, right? You, every time you reference smartwatch A, you're going to discuss the same features and all that. But here's the thing. Here's the, and I've I've checked this out because I've often questioned this avenue, and and wondering whether it's the best best approach just from a, a a duplicate content issue. But I've I've tested a lot of searches in Google, and Google will if if you do these searches, these specific product A versus product B searches, Google's going to return those exact searches back, and they're going to return them on on right now. I'm I'm a small player in in this industry. It's going to take a long time to really break in. I'm doing it more for interest than anything. But uh, huge sites, really, it's the CNET, uh, Tech Radar. Android Central. These are huge, huge sites. And they get the top rankings. And when they when they when Google lists out the specific A versus B, these sites also have reviews. They have all types of write-ups. They have how-tos. I mean, they really, really cover every single smartwatch. And there is a lot of essentially very similar content across all these articles. But Google's still ranking it. And it boils down to this. And this is why I think it's actually good for search is that somebody who's searching for a direct comparison of two, two products, they have a search intent that they want to, they've, they've narrowed their search down to two products, presumably. And so they want to actually see a direct head to head comparison. So it makes sense that Google would serve that up. They don't necessarily just want a singular review of smartwatch A, but they want to know what the difference is between smartwatch A and smartwatch B. And, and there's a big difference there in the search intent. And so for a while, I toyed with stopping to do this because I just thought this is turning into, into a lot of really similar content on the site. And it's, it takes a lot of time to produce this. And I've got a great writer who helps me out with this stuff. 
And I thought, well, you know, is it just getting too repetitive? But it's, but it's not because the intent behind it is different. Okay. So that's my view and that's why I do it. But essentially that is the concept of regurgitating the same message across a whole lot of content, but from a different framing it in a different way. And that's very important. So you want to think about what the search intent is. And so I think it's okay to do these versus articles, even if they grow to be a lot of them. And because, well, that's what people want. And Google wants to give people what they want. And to to me, that's the litmus test. Now, that doesn't mean I'm taking from my smartwatch a review. I'm not copying and pasting the content from that and plugging it into my smartwatch A versus smartwatch B article. No, we're, we're, it's getting rewritten and it's being rewritten in comparison to B. So as it's, it's a very nuanced difference, but when you're writing this stuff, when you're talking about the features of A and, and the specifications and the benefits and et cetera, et cetera, in the comparison, it's referencing often and it's in relation to smartwatch B and there's a big difference and that's what the reader wants right now you could take you could do these articles I've done some of these where there is only four or five big players in a particular product line I might do smartwatch a versus B versus C versus D now I wouldn't do it with smartwatches we could do it with another product you know um, nothing comes to mind right now but if there were only like five big players in a particular industry let's say streaming services right there's what I don't know, five big players at this point, not really sure, but you could, you, I would compare them all probably in one mega article and do the write-up on that. Now, if, if, if another 10 came out in the next few years and your whole site is dedicated to streaming, you might start doing them individually, but you could do that as well, right? Plus do the individual reviews of each streaming service as well. So that, that is the approach. This works. This is, this is just basic Amazon affiliate stuff. The point of this podcast, though, is to talk about how it's okay to regurgitate the same message throughout. All right. So, SmartWatch is an example from a from a strict product oriented website. Let's talk about the concept of the cornerstone article in a series interlinked with a whole bunch of subordinate articles. This is classic, classic info content that a lot of us will publish and they're good articles. I like them. I like, I like reading them. Okay. So recently I was in the market for a truck. All right. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time researching. I knew nothing about trucks. And so I had to learn and, you know, so that's what I did. I I, I visited a lot of these, these listicles, these cornerstone listicles, doing brief write-ups about your truck. And I would dig it and, you know, link into the review and read more about it. And so within a few hours, I knew quite a bit and it was cool. So these articles are great. That's why Google ranks them because they are good for the reader. So let's take the example of a luxury SUV, for instance. Okay. So let's say the cornerstone is the best luxury SUVs for 2021. All right, so so I'm going to list out 20 of them, right? There's going to be 10 or 20 luxury SUVs. So I'm going to have a picture, and then I'm going to do a brief write-up. And then, that's how most sites do it, including myself, then there would be a review of each of those individual SUVs, right? So link, read more about the Lincoln Navigator. Click here, you can go into it. Link, read more about the Escalade, and so forth. Now, that brief write-up on the Cornerstone, where you're listing all 10 or 20, that's going to be very similar. That's going to be like a, basically a, a overview of what the actual review is about. So in a way, one would argue, well, it's basically the same content. Yes, it is. 
But it's the way that it's framed and the way that it's serving the search intent that is so important. And there's a big difference there. Somebody who just generally wants to get an idea of what are the best luxury SUVs, they don't want to read 20 reviews all in one article, which amounts to like 37,000 words of content. They don't want that. They're not at that point in their, their purchase and their research phase yet. They just basically want an overview. And want to see, okay, well, what, what am I dealing with? What are my options quickly? Okay. And then once they narrow down their options, maybe to five, then they'll be like, okay, now I want to read the in-depth reviews. And then they're going to search, you know, uh, Lincoln Navigator Review 2021, uh, Escalade Review 2021. And then they're going to go in and they're going to start really distinguishing. And then they're going to potentially go into Navigator versus Escalade 2021. What are the differences, right? And so, Across all of these articles between the, the cornerstone and the reviews and the verses, there's going to be, and it doesn't really matter. It, it, is, it, it could be cars. It could be products. It could be, it could be concepts. It could be rocks, right? I mean, no matter what, it, it, it doesn't matter. This is not just for affiliate sites. The content is going to start being getting repetitive, and I call it regurgitation, but it's framed in a way that is helpful to the user because it's the intent and the way it's framed that is different and it's very, very important. Because, And the reason I'm talking about this today is I get a lot of questions about this. I've talked about how I do my product reviews with the verses and build out these massive, these clusters and people are like, well, isn't that like verging basically on duplicate content? And yes and no. And more no than yes, right? So that's why it's important. And I think this offers a lot of great opportunities. I love the Versus articles because they're usually really, really low competition. There's not a lot of them out there. And I don't do them for every every product line that I cover. I do I do a lot of reviews. I'll just write the review just because I have the product. I like the product. And it's a one-off thing. I don't really build out a whole cluster around it. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, on FastSax, there's some software I write about. I'm not going to do a whole thing on the whole software industry for that product line. It's the one I use. It's the one I like. I'll do a quick review and leave it at that. In other instances, I like smartwatches. I like the entire concept. And so I have a whole massive, massive series of articles dedicated to it. Okay. So keep that in mind. It's okay to, to do this across multiple articles and build out these, these clusters in that fashion. I want to give another example because I've dealt mostly with tangible products, but let's talk about let's talk about how tos or or advice or problem solving type niches, right? And the classic one is fitness. All right, within fitness, you've got weight loss, you've got fat loss, you've got bodybuilding, you've got fitness, you've got general health, and so forth. Okay, so a lot of the successful bloggers out there and influencers in these space, they have a theory or an approach or a process that they use and that they advocate. Now, now maybe they do it as an affiliate for a particular product or, or program that they like and that they use. And maybe some have their own workout programs or theories that they sell, right? So essentially throughout all their content, and some of the some of these folks do a, a lot of blog posts and a lot of videos, and they're really good. They're essentially saying the same thing over and over and over. They have a an approach and that's what they talk about, but it's framed in many different ways. So, you know, they they might they might talk about how to lose weight and how to burn fat in separate articles, and the approach is basically the same because they believe in one approach to their fitness regimen. That's what they've come up with. That's what's worked for them. That's maybe what's worked for some of their clients. 
And essentially, even though losing weight and burning fat is kind of different, they're going to present the same information in both those articles, but it's going to be framed differently, right? You're going to talk about success of and results of actually burning fat, which is really in a lot of ways different than losing weight, although there's lots of similarities, okay? And it's the same with bodybuilding. Some people might look at how to get stronger. Some people might look as to how to just put on weight. Some people look how to get more ripped. It's all part of the body sculpting process. And they may have a process that can do all of that. And they talk about it, but it's framed in different ways, right? In one way, they might talk about, well, do this workout program, but you got to eat this certain way to put on the pounds. And another version might be, well, okay, well, you, you, you maintain this workout regimen, but if you want to slim down, then you would adjust your eating in, in this way to do that. So this is really more akin to the fat stack sort of concept. They have a message, they have a process, they talk about it, they regurgitate it. It's throughout all their content. It's not duplicate content. It's the same message, but they're just presenting it in different paradigms or framing it differently based on the search intent, what people are looking to achieve, right? Some people really just want to lose weight. Some people actually just want to burn fat right? And that's what they're looking for. And so that's what it's presented. So don't worry about that you're going to end up with a bunch of duplicate content if you're doing this, no matter what what cluster you're at, whatever niche you're in. This is all good content. The litmus test is if some, you know, if you got two articles and you're thinking, well, there's going to be a lot of overlap, just ask yourself, well, if if I were searching for this, would, would there be a difference? Is there a different intent behind the search? And if there is, should be separate articles. But if there isn't, it should be lumped into the same article. So, uh, you know, just to beat a dead horse here, let's talk about fashion, right? Just like people who blog in the, in the weight loss space, there's people who blog in the fashion space usually have a consistent style that they advocate. Um, I, you know, there's all, all different styles. You might be younger, you might be more of the hipster look, you might be more of the formal dresser, you might be the cash uh, ath- athletic leisure type dresser, whatever, right? And you're going you're gonna to talk about the style that's going to come through all of the videos and, and the blog posts and all of that. You're going to be consistent, but that doesn't mean that every article that you write is going to be the same. It's going to be tweaked for the search intent, okay? So ask yourself, is there a difference in the search intent between one or two, three, four, five articles? If there is, if one person is looking for something different, then yes, they should be separate and they should be different articles. Don't copy and paste though, right? You got you to write and frame each so that it serves the intent. And that's very important. And, and while you could, you could read it and you'd be like, well, I don't really see a big difference there. There often is a big difference there because it's in relation to whatever it is you might be comparing to or the way that you're framing it. And so while it might seem on the surface the same, it's not really. So go forth, regurgitate. It's okay to do, just always apply the litmus test. Is the search intent different? Thanks for listening.